This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. How's it going, everybody? Welcome to the Positive Mindset Podcast, where we use positivity to build a better mindset. My name is Henry, and this is Eric. Hey, hey. <laughs> I hope everybody's doing great today. Uh, we've got a topic that we're going to talk about. It has to do with um, buying houses, but really it's more um, overcoming obstacles and how when one thing doesn't work exactly how you have it planned, when you're focused on that particular thing, you can make the adjustment and move forward versus if you're focusing on a larger goal and um, not you know, really dial into what you need to do to do the first step. So if you want to talk about, you know, kind of what your what obstacle you're looking at and what your plan is to overcome it and yeah, from there. Sure. So my current situation is I'm looking to buy a house, renovate it, and live in it. Um, and so when I went to the bank to get pre-qualified, they said, okay, this is your cap uh, for the mortgage loan based on how much your past couple paychecks have been, uh, have have amounted to uh and like what you were making yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah what i was making uh what i'm making currently so with that in mind i went out and looked at all these houses and i found a house um i'm under contract for the house i've got it uh with the renovations the everything budgeted for went back to the bank uh and they asked for my tax returns for the past two years um and now basically uh i've been a per- personal trainer for 18, 19, 20 months or so. Um, and so they're averaging my pay from the past 20 months. And the issue with that <clears throat> is when I first started out, I was working at a different gym where I got paid substantially less. I was working far fewer hours just because it was a smaller gym, uh, not a not as good environment to build up a client base. Um, and, you know, <clears throat> so now they're saying I can't afford that mortgage. So initially I took that as Okay, well, now I can't do this. Um, I'm screwed. I'm under contract for the house, and I, so I'm going to lose my earnest money and, and whatnot. Um, but kind of what I wanted to get into is the mindset shift of, okay, so there's an obstacle presented to me, and the bank is saying, you, you don't qualify for this mortgage. I can take that as, you don't qualify for the mortgage, so stop house hunting, and I could just say, okay, and go live in my apartment. Or I could say, all right, well, what do I qualify for? And it comes, it t- turns out I qualify for enough for just the house, not the renovation. So now it's a question of not that I can't afford it, but how can I afford it? So now I've got to get creative in finding the money for the renovations elsewhere, um, and then trying to apply kind of that mindset to any obstacle you might come into in life. Yeah, so uh, one thing that he had mentioned is, like, he's been doing a lot of studying on, like, what to do when you have, like, five or six or seven houses or, you know, apartment buildings and things like that. And, um, you know, the relevance of that and something, like, I'm working on is we can be focusing on what to do when you have a million dollars and not focusing (laughs) on what to do when you have or when you're making $100,000. And so it's like you're looking at the end result and, and not focusing on the daily need of what you need to do. So, mm-hmm. like, you know, the first thing you got to do 
to have a house that you can flip either to resell or rent or whatever is have a house. Yeah. And so the the first step isn't what to do once you have eight, it's what to do once you have one. So mm -hmm. you figured out, okay, well, to do this, my sacrifice is I'm going to have to move into the house that needs a lot of, you know, TLC <laughs> and, you know, continue to work my current job, uh, take on side jobs, whatever, you know, that you're going to do to make the money um, and come up with the cash to slowly renovate um, mm -hmm. or, you know, possibly get that loan in the future. But, yeah. you know, figuring out but not stopping I'm yeah. saying, oh, I can't do it this way this is the way I wanted to do it so I guess I better not do it yeah um, and that's one thing that uh, you know every, so much stuff and maybe it's just because we both happen to work in fitness but so much thing so many things um, break down to what works with your health and wellness yeah it's so interesting how that is like if you're not monitoring what you're uh, doing on a daily basis with your health and wellness um, the more like if you're out of shape person and you're trying to be in shape, if you're not looking at that daily, like whether uh, like your food intake, your exercise output, whatever, um, then you're probably gonna just gravitate back to where you were. So some people are naturally gonna make the right uh, health decisions, exercise, they're gonna be active, they're gonna eat, you know, just on their own accord, they're gonna do that properly. Just like some people are naturally gonna make lots of money, mm -hmm. or they're gonna make lots of great business decisions because that's just how their, you know, their natural tendency is leaning towards the way that works. And so if you're not that, which, you know, on the health sense, I'm not necessarily that, and on the financial <laughs> sense, I'm not necessarily that, yep. um, then I have to monitor daily and make those little micro adjustments and stuff. So it's like, man, I didn't make, if I, if I wanted to make a million dollars a year, then it's like, man, I didn't make nine hundred or $90,000 this month. Like, <laughs> I'm not even close. It's well, okay. What's the what's the first step that I can get to getting close to that? Is it eight thousand dollars this month? Okay. Well, let's let's get to where I can make eight thousand dollars a month easily. Then let's get to nine, ten, and eleven, and grow it proportionally. So you know, when you're faced with that, you know, failure, mm -hmm. you make that adaption and overcome. And so, yeah. And it's not always fun. Like, it, yeah. I don't think anybody's excited to go from a nice apartment to you know a rundown <laughs> house that needs you know substantial work. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, I asked you if someone could live there, if you could just rent it out, and you said no. No, yeah. So, you know, that means it's definitely, I haven't seen it in per person, but, like, you know, there's definitely um, sacrifice that you have to make to get there, um, whether you're at, you know, young age and feel like you have a lot of time to make decisions, or you're at a young age and don't feel like you have a lot of time to make decisions, yeah. you know, or at a medium age, or whatever your age is, you know, you have to just, whatever your goal is, figure out a path to get there and start at the beginning and then track your progress along the way when you hit a hiccup if you've been tracking your progress of what you've been trying to do you can make that adjustment yeah. and keep going versus if you've just been staring at this yeah. and you're just trying to get there and we all do it and you're just trying to get there then um, when you hit an, a you know uh, like an obstacle or whatever you're not going to know what to do because you were still looking at this you were just floating you know not yeah not doing anything yeah one of the one of the biggest things that I've come to realize and you know he kind of touched on it um is i think just overall patience uh so i'm i'm 21 uh turning 22 in october so you know i've got four months until i'm 22 uh and in the back of my mind like the difference between 21 and 22 feels substantially different like i feel like one like to me 22 is like wow okay you're like a real adult because i'm going to be out of college i'm going to have a house fingers crossed, um, I'm going to be, you know, working full time, 
I, like, I'm going to be a real adult. And so, to me, it's like, okay, well, if I'm going to be a real adult, i got to get all this stuff done, you know? I want to have all these different rental properties, uh, having passive income. I want to have uh, our Amazon store up and running. I want to have, uh, you know, a full client load at, at work. I want to do all these different things, and I'm focusing on all these different things, and I'm like, okay, let's just get everything working right now. Whereas, like, you know, someone like Henry, Henry's 30, and as far as, like, society goes, or whatever, 30 is still young, but to me, and like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, like, like, to me, 30 seems, like, old, yeah, it, it seems, it seems old, and I know, like, yeah, exactly, and, like, in the span of things, 30 is young, um, but I feel like there's just so much stuff I want to get done, and I just feel like I'm so far behind, um, and I guess that's kind of, like, a challenge we could we could give on to you guys is like focus on being patient and focus on taking a step back and like looking at all that you have done um and don't compare yourself yeah um it's funny that you're talking about just like you know i, I think i feel like not being overwhelmed or whatever you yeah. know that's kind of what you're looking at but we um i was at a part of a general manager meeting and um we were going over like what to do when your your club isn't performing where you want it and like you know you got a large goal to hit and you're just not on track to do that and one of the um gm steve he actually broke it down you know sometimes we try to think of this high level answer of what the solution is and sometimes it's very simple and uh, he was like look what, what i did with my team is i just broke it down to what we need to do today and he's like all right let's win today i know we got to make up this much which we can't do in a day we can't do in a week we got to do it in the rest of the time but he just said let's win today and um, where his club was at I, I don't remember the exact number but it was about you know i think performing around 50 percent range of where it should so not only did he have to do 100 percent for the second half of the month he had to do 150 to make up for the second or the beginning part of the month and so he just broke that down in his team they started winning each day day by day and they ended up hitting the goal and um that's something that you just you have to remind yourself is like you don't have to have it all at once. Yeah. Um, you're not going to have it all at once. And I think one of the issues that people deal with now, um, I think social media um, is is great, but also the downside is it, is it allows access to things that very quickly that you wouldn't have had before. So if somebody's very successful, like people throughout time have always been successful at different times in their life, like. There's been times, you know, probably 100 years ago where there's been 18-year-olds who were still figuring out a way to make, at the time, what would be like a million dollars or whatever, mm -hmm. and people were figuring out. But now with social media, there's people able to do it, like really do it, or fake it, one of the two, but they're able to present that they're doing it. <clears throat> uh, maybe they, their parents are rich and they're just pretending like they made all this money, got all these nice cars, whatever. But then you as an individual see that and then you hold yourself equal to that instead of thinking, yeah. well, you know, I gotta remember like this is my journey to figure out they had theirs, they're doing great, that's awesome, I'm excited for them, I wish them all the best, but mm -hmm. my journey is to figure it out in my way, in my time. And so we see social media, so someone being 21 or me being 30, you know, I see some person that's doing something and they're like, you know, your age, 22, yeah. and they're you know, driving like a Ferrari or a Lamborghini, you know, making all this money, <laughs> and so you can be, man, that person's already there, and I'm here, and I'm, you know, 10 years difference in age, and um, like I'm never gonna get it, you know. And so you see that, and you just start chasing where they're at versus thinking, okay, I gotta just do this one step at a time. Yeah. Growth. Yeah. You know, and so that's tough. I think that's 
I think social media is one of the toughest things that, um, at least in America, I don't know what it's like in other countries, but that we deal with where we just, as a, as our human nature to want to do better than the people, you know, the competitive nature of humans, mm-hmm. um, when you have something like social media where you can fake it or, you know, just present what you have so well, um, just that competitive nature, we see that and it's just like, it can be very defeating yeah. or <clears throat> intimidating or probably the biggest one, misleading. Yeah. Especially when you're talking about fitness. Yeah. yeah. And misleading of like what <laughs> is actually happening or what you can achieve or what is a good bar to set for yeah. yourself. Yeah. And I think kinda this kinda relates to the social media thing. Um so I've always wanted to get into real estate. Um and now that I'm about to graduate college and I'm looking at buying a house, this is like now I'm actually I'm doing it. Um and I've been listening to a lot of different real estate podcasts and they have all these guests on who are like how I bought 24 houses in 18 months and, and how I have, you know, how I went from one house to 600 apartment units in, in five years and, and all that stuff. And in the back of my mind, I'm like, Whoa, okay. How, like, I don't even have a house yet. And I, like, I feel like there's like, I'm putting pressure on myself to get to where they are, you know? Uh, like, in my mind, I'm like, okay, well, this person got 24 houses in 18 months. I've been house hunting for three months, and I just now found a house. Like, I like. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that comes from the issue, though, is that we're celebrating the result they got. Yeah. So it's like if you're watching sports and you know, say you're watching soccer, so it's it's the um, World Cup or whatever right now, and someone scores like. 10 goal, I don't, I don't watch soccer, so I don't know <laughs> Someone scores a lot, that's like pretty achie- a big achievement. Like everybody celebrates that, but where was all the focus when they were training for, since they were a kid, yeah. to then? Like there's no like, you know, people don't celebrate that, you know, outside of like the people in the know and stuff. Like people aren't excited to watch practice or excited to watch, you know, the reps that went in or the sacrifice on like not going out, you know, hanging out with their friends on a Friday night because they're going to practice soccer or mm-hmm. whatever the sport is. And so what, um, what I should be doing and what you should be doing is not watching the video of how I did 24 houses in 12 months. I, I want a video on what happened prior to that. Yeah. Because you weren't born and then bought 24 houses. So there's time <laughs> prior. What were you doing yeah. that really prepped you for that? Because that's what led to that. Yeah. And so we just see like, you know, how to lose 20 pounds in 12 weeks or whatever. We see that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, well, how do you have the understanding to know how to lose 20,000 bullies first. Yeah. Like, like, what went into place prior before the action? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, so yeah, I'm like pretty much, you know, I'm at the point, like, I'm just now getting into the whole real estate thing. I'm just now figuring out what all these different terms are and like what, like how, how people even do it. And so, you know, he's totally right. I'm comparing myself to people who have been in this stage for probably years. And then they're just now, like, so they spent years learning about it, and then they got the 24 houses in 12 or 18 months or whatever. Whereas I'm like, okay, I'm just now finding out about this. I got to go get 24 houses in 18 months. Um, and so I guess it's kind of setting unrealistic, well, maybe not unrealistic, but very high expectations. Um, yeah. And then, which know. is good. I mean, you know, it's people, I think if you talk to people that are highly successful and stuff like that, yeah. Like they have that in them. Like yeah. their comfort zone isn't low. Yeah. They're yeah. not comfortable like with this result. They're comfortable with this result. Yeah. And so if they're not, if they're getting this result, most people be like, "Ah, oh, that's awesome!" Yeah. Like you know, 
me and people tell me all the time, like, oh, no, you're doing so well and things like that. I'm like, no, like, I'm not. Yeah. Like, I got more, like, yeah. yes, I'm happy. I'm not unhappy or anything mm-hmm. like that, but, you know, my expectation is, is higher. Yeah, yeah, um, it's like, a, you know, you're proud of what you've done or what, what you've done, but, you, you know, you want to go. And I know I can do better. More. Yeah, exactly. I, I know that, like, no matter what I've done, I could do it better. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've failed a bunch of ways, a bunch of times, but the good news is I don't believe I've failed the same way. So, you know, I keep finding failure and mm-hmm. pushing boundaries and trying different things and, and they don't work always, but luckily I'm not repeating those failures. And so when it comes time for me to make the video of how I made a million dollars in X time, you know, that's the clickbait. But the real thing is like, okay, well, it was really how I made a million dollars in 35 years, yeah. even though I maybe in my year from 34 to 35, I might make a million dollars that year, whatever. And so it would be, you know, how I made a million dollars in a year, or you know, go how I went from making, you know, fifty thousand dollars, you know, in my twenties to at thirty-five making a million dollars in a year, you know, those catchy lines. Yeah. But reality is, I made a bunch of mistakes. I lost a bunch of money. I took the wrong jobs. I, mm-hmm. you know, stayed in the wrong job too long. Worked for the listened to the wrong wrong people. Blah blah. blah made all these mistakes and built up. And nobody really cares about that stuff. Yeah. They just want to hear about how I made a million dollars yeah. at 34 to 35. And um, I'm victim of that. Like, you know, I don't want to hear about all the other stuff. Like, no, tell me what you did to make a million dollars. Like, well, I you know, got in real estate and flipped all these houses, and that's how I did it. But I wouldn't have known how to do it that way if I hadn't have messed up a whole bunch of times. Yeah. So let me tell you about all my mess-ups. Yeah. No, I want to know what you did right. Yeah. You know, so um, right now you're going through you know things like probably when you buy the house move in there you're gonna make a bunch of mistakes you might regret yeah. it you're gonna do all the stuff but yeah. as long as you learn from that <laughs> you know giving up a nice apartment probably gonna have to live with bugs and animals yeah. and all the other stuff going through like as long as you learn from whatever mistakes you're about to make mm-hmm. you'll grow um, because you're not gonna make a million dollars on this deal yeah you're not gonna make a hundred thousand dollars on this yeah. deal um, you know you might make X amount but mm-hmm. the point is you did it yeah, did one and doing the first one's yeah. a lot harder than the second one. Yeah, and I think I think that's took the words out of my mouth. I think, uh, I guess I would kind of relate this to like overwhelm feel, feeling overwhelmed, but also kind of fear because in the back of my mind, I know the first one's the hardest. I know I'm gonna mess up. I know I'm gonna make all these mistakes, and it's scary. I'm not <laughs> I'm not excited to go screw up, and like I don't want to go screw up, and I don't want to have all this pressure on me to. You know, like I've never had a mortgage before, and now I'm about to sign on a dotted line. Guess who's now liable for a mortgage? Uh, and it's it's kind of scary. Uh, it's exciting at the same time, but I feel like I don't know. I'm like there's like pressure to not mess up. Uh, kind of the way everything's presented in social media, um, and just the people we look at. You know, like we always see like what they're doing right, and we don't. We rarely see all the faults that they had before they got there, and. So I get, you know, there's the expectation of, oh, it's not that hard. You can just go do X, Y, and Z and you'll be a millionaire or whatever. Yeah, no money down, show you how to buy a property, no money down. And yeah. you, you don't even sign on that line. You're going to transfer it. You're yeah. going to make 20 grand. It'll be easy. Yeah, whatever. You know, it's just not true. And so we see all that and that's what we judge ourselves to. And it's the wrong yeah. thing. Like, it's probably better to go find someone that's successful and just spend time with them like a couple weeks and see what they really do versus like what they talk about. Yeah. The actions or what, you know. You're like, I know 
I've read books on that from millionaires, like all the keys to success, but like how many of those are my am I incorporating every day? Yeah. And making sure like how much of those are part of my daily routine? Like how many millionaire habits are actually in there or, you know, the next step down, you know, how many how many one percent habits? I mean if I think yeah. it's at my age if I'm making like three hundred thousand dollars a year, that's one percent. So forget, you know, millionaire, what what one percent habit yeah. am I doing? Like what are those one percent people doing differently than me that are earning it, not obviously inheriting it or anything like that? Like what what do they do? Because I'm sure there's stuff they do. Yeah. Not the result, but what do they do? And incorporate those. And yeah. It's they, you know, adapt and overcome. They see the house, they see the plan, they try to do it. If that one doesn't work then they rework the plan and go again. They don't just stop. Mm. Again and again and again and again. Yeah. You know? So, you know, that's kind of my takeaway from this message is if you see something you want to do, you're going to figure out a route to do it. If that route doesn't work, you have basically two options. Don't do it or figure a different route. Yep. Most people don't do it, um, but you can do another route. Yeah. So, be, yeah, be the person to find the other route. Yeah. yeah. It goes back to you want to be right exactly. or do you want to be successful. Yeah. yeah. If you run into a wall, don't turn around. Find a way to climb over it. Uh, I guess they run through it. <laughs> or that. <laughs> so, hope this video was helpful. Um, if you have any questions, comments, or ideas on how you can make a trillion dollars, put in the comment section below because I would like to know. Um, and I <laughs> might use it. So, um, have a great day. Um, definitely give it a thumbs up and subscribe. And I'll see you guys next time.